industrial revolution is happening now. Trying to make sense of the B2B technology strategies and trends that will be key to success? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Moonshot Exec. Here's your host, Kevin Pritchett. All right, all right, all right. Welcome. This is Moonshot Exec, and I'm Kevin Pritchett. Welcome again to my podcast. And as always, I'm extremely honored you have shared your precious time with me. If after you listen to this podcast, you'd like to subscribe, please go to my website, moonshotexec.com, to sign up for the email list and subscribe to my podcast. You can also search Moonshot Exec on iTunes and now Google Play to sign up for the podcast. First, we'll start with, as usual, this week in industrial history. Second, this particular podcast is an introduction to some outstanding interviews I had during the Vancouver Resource Investment Conference, held from 21st to the 22nd of January. With over 8,000 attendees this year, the conference is the world's largest conference dedicated to resource and mining exploration. Amidst the intense interest in metals and large crowds this year, I had the immense privilege of talking to key executives who lead up-and-coming mining and metals firms. So, let's get started with This Week in Industrial History. This Week in Industrial History, in 1861, the steam elevator was patented by Alicia Otis. We still have Otis elevators around these days. Also this week in 1868, the refrigerator car was patented by William Davis, a fish dealer in Detroit. This week, in 1903, the first transatlantic radio transmission to originate in the United States is sent by a transmitter in Massachusetts. Also, the same week, in 1923, the first radio telegraph message from the Netherlands to Dutch East Indies was sent. This week, in 1919, Bentley Motors Limited was founded. They're still going strong with beautiful handcrafted cars. This week in 1938, General Motors begins mass production of diesel engines. This week in 1983, Apple introduced the Lisa, the first PC to have a graphical user interface and a mouse. This week in 1999, Research in Motion introduces the original Blackberry. And finally, this week in 2005, Airbus introduces the Super Jumbo, the A380, the world's largest commercial jet. Thanks to OnThisDay.com and ThisDayInTechHistory.com. So let's talk about metals. Learnings. In each plug-in hybrid vehicle, there is about 12 kilograms or 26 pounds of lithium. For a Tesla, there is 50 kilograms, or 110 pounds. There's almost 18 pounds of cobalt in each Tesla Model S. In an average standard electric vehicle, there's 80 kilograms, or 176 pounds of copper. Today's vehicles require other metals and materials, such as nickel, manganese, graphite, and rare earth elements for magnets. Were it not for metals, our increasingly digital society would not exist, as everything from a smartphone to an iPad to GPUs that virtually mine cryptocurrencies 
rely on consistent and readily available supplies of metals. As our digital lives become more rich, in fact, the demand for critical metals has accelerated. With that said, the supply chain for key metals that power our digital age is precarious at best. Most cobalt, for example, comes from areas such as the Democratic Republic of the Congo, where there is concern that funds from the sales of these metals drives war and conflict. A large amount of cobalt refining capacity is in China, presenting a key geopolitical risk for consistent supply. It's no surprise that the United States and the European Union, for example, have deemed cobalt and other metals as critical, not just for their markets, but also for military applications. Any small increase in demand for electric cars, for example, has a multiplier effect on the demand for metals. Some analysts estimate that if 10% of the auto market shifted to electric vehicles, there would be a 20% increase in nickel demand, for example. Note that mines can take years, even decades, to get started. So massive increases in demand can mean massive price spikes, leading to stratospheric raw material input costs and high prices for our beloved tech products. That's why it's so important to grow metal supply. Further, electric cars, iPads, cryptocurrency mining, all will require increased electricity usage. But perversely, pursuit of new technologies can make problems like climate change worse if we're not smart. Building new coal plants or burning any carbon-based fuels to support our tech lifestyles doesn't really make any sense long-term, does it? With some estimates that one Bitcoin transaction has the same carbon footprint as a Boeing 747 passenger flying for an hour, and electricity used worldwide to mine cryptocurrency is equivalent to the energy used by the entire country of Ireland, we must look to low greenhouse gas impact energy sources such as wind, solar, and just as important, nuclear, which means we need to ensure the supply of the metal uranium. So I have focused specifically in these interviews on new raw material suppliers who will be crucial to ensuring that there will be ample metals not just for our technology, but also metals, materials, and technologies that will ensure that the digital revolution is also a green revolution. The fourth industrial revolution, or Industry 4.0 in my mind, is not just about all the cool technologies such as machine learning or the Internet of Things. It's also about more secure and sustainable supply chains for key raw materials, without which we would not have servers or sensors and the like. These companies I talked with are at the vanguard of this new surety of supply, whether it's through new mines or innovative metal recycling technology. In conclusion, you can continue listening to my next podcast, an interview with Alex Klenman of Azincourt Energy a lithium and uranium project explorer and developer, as well as other standalone podcast interviews that I'll be uploading in the next few days. Also, thanks to Cambridge House, who put on this year's Vancouver Resource Investment Conference. It was an amazing energetic conference, and I really had fun there. I wish you all a safe, productive, prosperous week. 
I'll talk to you again soon. Again, if you like this content, please go to my website, moonshotexec.com, to sign up for my email list or subscribe to my podcast. I also have links to my social media there, including LinkedIn and Twitter. You can search Moonshot Exec on iTunes and now on Google Play to sign up for my podcast. Also, like my podcast on both iTunes and Google Play. This really is very helpful. Also, share it with your friends. So, as always, go out there and rock it. And I'll talk to you soon.